Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, etc., etc. How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free? And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This ain't no podcast, it is a broadcast, yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin. Cognac and caramel skins with time beard. Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest, know you tuned in Yeah, we know you tuned in, nothing but a G thing All we missing is juice and gin Tying up the loose ends, we ain't asked for your two cents Special guests every single day and still no new friends Calm down, youngin', I know you see that we running I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming I Dre, I ain't talking 3,000, I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it, it's geese, just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant, it's true life, yeah, getting cheeky on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true life, you know sports, social commentary, women in life, yeah, this that ignorant, it's true life, uh-huh, getting cheeky on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true life, you know sports, social commentary, women in life. That's right. We got in. You're about to go live. Are we live? We live, baby. We live, baby. <laughs> Studio One, baby, with the most jiggy right now. And I have a, I have a guest right now who's just looking real voluptuous in a in a pink oh, jacket gosh. and a white hoodie. <laughs> Curls is lit. Nail beds is fleeky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, cognac and caramel skins. That's the name. Uh, you know, that's the mantra. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. How you doing this evening? I'm good. Let's introduce yourself and, and introduce yourself to the people, baby, please. Um, Ace West. 
That's what they call me. Oh, Ace West. Ace West. Okay, Ace Bonecomb. Yeah. <laughs> or Ace Boogie. I Ace hear it Boogie, all. Yeah, right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. I'm from Toronto, but currently, um, you know, kicking it in the D. She's Toronto area? Yeah. You represent the six guys? Yeah. Like, like that? Born and raised. You guys playing? Yep. This <laughs> <laughs> is Well, I'm actually from Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. The, the concrete jungle that's itself. The concrete the, yes, jungle. Yes, it is. Yes, the Midwest concrete jungle. Yes. Because you know New York is a concrete jungle, right? Let me tell you something. Have you been dabbling in New York? I used to live. I moved from Toronto to New York. Okay. And let's, I lived out there for story. a little let's bit. The and then I together. came here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was out in Brooklyn. You know, Ooh, yes, that, what, East New York, what, what, what? In Brooklyn, um, in Will, not Williamsburg. Sorry, I was living in uh Bed Stuy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on the border of Bed Stuy and Flatbush. I actually lived around the corner from Fab's old hood. The yes, brief, the briefers project. Of scammers out there, right? Totally. <laughs> I would never use my debit or credit card in any of the stores. Like if I went to the corner store, there used to be this little kick shop right mm-hmm. around my house. Yep, yep. And they used to have the exclusives, but I never had cash on me, and I was just like, mm. "I'm gonna come back with yeah. some cash because I don't trust y'all. Like y'all take all my money <laughs> yeah, and none of my money out there. As <laughs> long as the pieces is hitting, we flourishing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But um. Your radio career is is something that's very interesting, and I've checked your profile. Did a little did a little back dro- background <laughs> check, backdrop. You did a little research, just huh? a little bit of research, <laughs> you know. And and what made you transition from Canada to the states? What made you be that ambitious to cross mm-hmm. that border and, and make your career happen in, in that field? Well, for me, I always wanted to work in the states. It's like the American dream, is right? It really? Um, yeah, you see all the opportunities here. We don't have, we have a lot of opportunities in different, um, I guess, sectors and industries. But uh, when it comes to the entertainment industry, it's very limited, it's very slim. Wow. So since I was young, I kind of always wanted to be out here. And especially because I grew up playing basketball. I so, could t- you a hooper? <laughs> yeah. Jesus I'm not a six one for no reason. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, she just got the long legs, you know, with the red bottom on, looking real, you know, real <laughs> representing for the light skins in the world. Yeah. But um, so I always wanted to do it since I was young. I always okay. thought I was going to go to college college out here and play um in the ncw ncaa right but it just never happened wow your hoop dreams no ball? i played in college at home so but just ball not was here. Life. yeah <laughs> wow okay. ball was life until i was like hold on i can't work and play basketball at the same time so i'm gonna have to pick one or the other so you was like so. the female steph curry right now no not not that what was you doing what, what was, I was like position? a four five so four, five, five. yeah so like a forward center Oh, he was like a like a Brian Barkley type yeah, of vibe. Yeah, I could deal with that. Post Who do game, I like? Post game was crispy. I don't even have like many post players that I really like. <laughs> wow. Okay, you don't pump yeah. fake on your on your position out here. In these I know streets. it's so horrible. Um, people used to make fun of me. They'd be like, you know, Ace likes a a, a one two who could give you a really good stutter step. Mm, Meanwhile, she little, yeah, uh, like, I like a good jab, stutter right? step. I'd be like, <gasps> my heart start beating. <laughs> <laughs> so I never really show love to my post players, even though that was me. So, That's but right. I I can respect a really good drop step. Okay, mm, so if I see it, it. <laughs> right. I'll salute it. That's right. But you know, um, the radio industry now, you know, especially with the emergence of like different uh, podcast mm-hmm. platforms and those kind of ser- stream services, mm-hmm. how do you feel the radio industry is changing these days, especially with the. Uh, Emergence of these different platforms, as I refer to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
radio will always be there because at the end of the day, mm. if all this, say we had a blackout, the only thing that's really going to be popping is your radio in your car or do you know uh, what I mean? Or anything that you don't have to plug in. Yeah. So at the end of the day, radio will always be there. And that's why it's so crucial for any type of personality who um, to stay up on what's happening within the city. Because mm. if there is some type of state of emergency, like they're going to know first and this is the first place you're going to tune into if you're on the go to get these news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have social media now and the whole digital world. And I specifically do work in the digital world. My my um, official position name is the online editor. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's different because you have to adapt to what every where everybody gets their information from. Right. So we all go to Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook to find our news instantly. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, personalities need to kind of learn how to create conversations based off of what is going on in the social world right. um, and adapt it to make people want to listen because you're going to already know the basics of it just off of like a 140 character tweet. Right. But this is this is a job, the radio personality's job to then figure out a different narrative that they're going to go off of and they also need to learn how to like brand themselves in the digital space because that's where people will check like for Mm -hmm. me when i hear a dope personality whatever city i'm in if i hear a really dope personality the first thing i'm going to do is go check their instagram because i want to see how they look what type of things they do and it's all about like theater of the mind like radio's theater of the mind so is uh-huh. so is like instagram like i want to see you living this popping life so i could be like dang i want to be like you <laughs> and they do be looking popping with them good pictures <laughs> you know what i'm saying all them pictures looking good like that you know one of my favorite ig chicks man is that that bernice burgos oh my gosh i, I can't get enough for bernice I and it's just crazy tapping. how old she tapping. is it's crazy how old she is. Said, you in a two piece looking like that? Yeah, just, I said, "What is wrong with you, Bernice?" Right? Have you? Do you follow her daughter? Who was her daughter? I don't... Her daughter. Her name her is daughter like Ashley. Too? Her daughter's name is like Ashley, and she's probably around the same. You know, I age think she. I think she does bold and beautiful range. with her daughter. If I'm not mistaken, she does something like her daughter. I don't know. I think it's been like the last couple of years where she's really been put, posting her daughter and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And her daughter has begun to like build a name for herself. Yeah. But before it was, she was pretty much incognito because I don't know. I guess she was young, and Bernice was. Playing with that theater of the minds, acting That's like right. she was a lot younger than what she really you, is. You know, you know what got me? This is about like a year or so ago, right? And I'm just going through the snap, going through the gram, and I seen somebody oiling Bernice up on the beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. I said, I got to follow her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, if I can just get some she baby oil good. on the Shoot. side. I wish I could be 40 <laughs> and looking like that, so hopefully... What you mean? You popping now. And I still got like 32 years before I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You lit now. It's okay. Sometimes I see young men out there that want to rub baby oil on your lower thigh. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. <laughs> you know, but I think the radio industry is still flourishing, especially in the city now. Mm-hmm. And, and how did you end up, you know, engaging with DJ BJ? How did you end up getting into that, that lane with him on Hot 107.5 and taking those positions and being the host? Oh, okay. So, um, DJ BJ is like my brother. Um, so I just met him being employed by Radio One, and okay. um, so I'm not on the air. I am. I just manage all the websites, the social media, um, any type of digital content. I'll do interviews with like celebrities and stuff like that because the digital space is literally mine, and I get those opportunities. But mm-hmm. um, DJ BJ, he was just 
our night jog. So I started kicking it with him. And he's really cool. Like, he is the definition of a hustler. Like, I wish that everybody could be like DJ BJ because he makes things happen when he um, says he's going to. And Mm -hmm. he's just so appalled part of the Detroit culture and he's built such a brand for himself and yeah. like when I if I had to rate all of the the radio personalities in Detroit from the ones that I know right. I think that DJ BJ is one of the best just in like a 360 package uh-huh. because he has he has his voice in radio That's right. he has his loyal listeners and then he also has built these franchises outside of it um, whether it's the Friday Night Cypher imported from, imported D, from the D is definitely his 35 dope. 25 um, clothing line yes. anything that he does like he's really built it up and he has a fan base and a um, I guess kind of like a cult following yeah. for what I've seen him doing as well on, on the internet as well is going to these guys neighborhoods to interview them in the actual mm-hmm. neighborhoods and and so, so cold in the, the D stu- that's so dope yeah. so cold in the D is so dope because mm-hmm. You get you get a lot of uh, introspective information from these people. Mm-hmm. Street life or not, or what you're into now, whatever your brand is or whatever land you're in. Yeah. When you when you get that raw, that the thorough, that grit, that grind from these people on the bottom coming up, mm-hmm. or even a little bit established in the city, and see their stories and see where they come from, you kind of want to explore that world. You yeah. know, you want to get the information. You you are intrigued. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's definitely a dope yeah. look, man. So shout out to DJ. It was BJ a good. It was a good idea, and I'm kind of sad that I didn't think about it. But whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I've had other ideas too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's somebody who I'm definitely gonna try to work with this year. Like last year, I've been in Detroit for a year and four okay. months now. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You seem like you fit in so well. <laughs> You're just so thorough with it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I've only been here for just over a year. So this year I'm going to, ho- I hope to kind of put my, my stamp in Detroit and do more for the community mm-hmm. um, and try to be a little bit more involved in Detroit culture. In, because, regard, in regards to? In regards to what now? Um, I do want to do some things for the kids. Um, I want to do this little uh, high school tour. Okay. I'm not going to speak too much on it All until... Right. No, don't put it out. It yeah. is God's plan, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got to wait a little bit until, okay. you know, things are fleshed out with it. And um, I actually want to work with... Me and DJ BJ are going to work on doing a sneaker drive. So that's right. going to be something that comes up Around, like, school time type of deal? No, or? we're going to do it, like, soon. Yeah. So oh, wow. we're working on it right now. Okay. Um, just try to give back as much as we can, like, while I'm here. I want to do something for the community. So whenever I do leave, it's like I didn't just come here, get paid, and do nothing. Like I did try to do something for the yeah. kids or community, whatever. Yeah, it's not. So, it's, yeah. it's gen. You want to make sure number one that it's thought out, it's planned mm-hmm. out, it's genuine, mm-hmm. and that it has an impact. Because what you'll find is a lot of foundations or even charity workers or yeah, whatever uh, programs or organizations come into the city mm-hmm. around the world per se. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lasting impact because I find that their organization or, or Whatever you're founded upon isn't genuine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So long as you know your what you're trying to implement and what you're trying to do is genuine genuine mm-hmm. and for the culture and for the people, mm-hmm. it'll resonate. Yeah. And they'll support you for years and generations to come. Mm-hmm. Like you say, like the NCAA, the NAACPs of mm-hmm. the world, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, or even having something like what Bob Johnson did with BET. Since yeah. we're speaking on that dynamic in radio and television. Mm-hmm. 
he related to the culture of hip hop. Yeah, you know, you took it in, you yeah. you nurtured it, you you you. That's, that was your baby, <laughs> you yeah. know. And you seen where it, it emerged superstars, and these guys loved the culture, they loved hip hop, they loved music, they loved our communities, and they gave back to us mm-hmm. and gave us experiences from 106 and Park on forward mm-hmm. to what you're doing now. Yeah, you know. So, as a woman. Uh, especially a young woman in the radio industry. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel like there is enough opportunities for women to get into radio or have a voice on, <laughs> on the radio? I don't think that we utilize women's voice enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be biased or anything like that, but women are really smart. We are really hard workers, and we can get the job done. Like, as long as you pick the right ones. Like, of course, with anybody. That's for anybody. With Male anybody, female, you could right. pick the wrong person that just doesn't get it. But there's a lot of us who have great opi- opinions, great hustle, great drive that um, aren't being utilized a lot. That enthusiasm and ambition. Yeah, like in, yeah. in my opinion, my radio station doesn't have enough female voices on it, right? Okay. Like we don't have radio enough radio like in the Detroit market but then there's some other ones I heard that Atlanta only has like three out of the four stations that they have they only have three full three full-time on-air personalities that are females so it's like it's still kind of is like a boys club when it comes to like the personality sure you can get people behind the scenes that work in yes and like that's how many day parts like do you know what I mean? You have morning. Like those, those prime, well, not everybody positions. has like live morning shows, but you still have like middays, afternoons, and evenings at least on all three, and then weekend positions. And it's like that's not enough to me. Um, I do want to salute Radio One DC. They're mm-hmm. WKYS in DC. They actually have a female on every single day part. So that's the dope. morning show that's has dope. two males and one female. Middays is Dominique the Diva. Um, afternoons is Angie Ange and nights is Little Bacon Bear and then they have Deja Perez on the weekends so to me that is amazing to have five female personalities in one market Mm -hmm. on one like one station so that's not even like multiple stations within Radio 1 DC that's one station so to me that's really dope and market too Mm -hmm. and that is like you know we have this whole a lot of people are becoming more um how do I say this? Not like necessarily feminist, but like more conscious on the impact that women can make and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of women are teaming up with other women to work to collaborate. Yeah. And that just like shows that Radio 1 DC is really on the curve of where we are going and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just hope that we're able to um, include more females and allow more females to have voices mm-hmm. in the radio industry. Like I feel I have a feeling that back in the day it was really dominated by males and Definitely, to have yeah. <laughs> like for us we have one girl local who okay. is on the station and for hot so it's like I want to see at least two or three like do right. you know what I mean three would be a better number mm-hmm. um just so you could switch it up like there's so many other people that we like I want to be able to listen to myself on radio Right. Do you know what I mean? I want to have somebody who I can relate to on radio and yeah. just not guys. Like, guys are cool and everything like that, but yeah. where is e- me? Even though you might have a voice, <clears throat> excuse me, in, in other uh, other platforms and digital spaces, radio is only the, the main platform that's not only nas- national syndic- syndicated, mm-hmm. but your audience is wider. Mm-hmm. You get more exposure. Well, with the, digi- with the um, digital era, you can definitely get more exposure yeah. because we have apps so yeah. 
I've I listen to um the box in Houston all the time or K one oh four in in Dallas all the mm-hmm. time. And it's like I'm not there, but I'm still listening. I'm yeah. so far from you guys. Which which is great. But I'm just talking as on on a national basis, especially when you're just um when you're just in your cities per se. Mm-hmm. Like you're just in Detroit, mm-hmm. you wanna get your voice heard or have an impact on the station. That's your dream. That's your dream goal, dream job, whatever. Mm-hmm. To ha- to be able to reach the people in your city, like you say, whatever mid roll, yeah, you know what I'm saying, in the morning, late night, yeah, the people are hearing your voice and they're connecting to you, and it's not just through internet radio or mm-hmm. through a Twitter, or Instagram story. Mm-hmm. They're hearing you every day. You're a part of their day, yeah. And I think that's very important when it's time to reach the people and affect the people in your communities mm-hmm. when they can relate to you every day to know what you're going through every day, mm-hmm. and you have some sense of connection, yeah. And um, do you feel like the radio industries now are, are, are missing a connection from hosts to the people? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because with the internet, I feel like you can connect so much mm-hmm. with um, the people now. Like, they're all up in your lifestyle. They know where you go. They know when you're at the gas station, when you're going to get groceries. Like, if that's what you choose to do, if you're on Insta Stories or Snapchat or whatever, they know where you are. So I feel like you're able to still connect with them um, offline or off air um, just as much. So I don't I don't know. The the reason why I say that is a lot of prominent prominent voices or or prominent people in in positions where you can affect people the most – the people, I guess, feel like they're not connected to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not in their communities as much. They don't see them oh, or feel them as much. yeah. Even the political spectrums to I, a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, um, where you're representing the people, but mm-hmm. you're not there with the people. I get that. I get that. You know? And I, I can agree to that. I don't think that some there's some people who don't actually physically touch the people as much as they used to. Like, one thing that I really loved about radio um, growing up is that you could see these people in your communities all the time. Like you go to an event and it's like, bam, they're there. Or you'll see them walking around and stuff like that. So I don't know if they're as interested in doing that anymore. Mm. But, but, but like you just referred to earlier with you and DJ BJ, you know, Mm -hmm. DJ BJ is a different scenario. He's all over the place. All over. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, Especially when it comes to the youth, they mm-hmm. need that energy. Yeah. So they know how to move when it comes to their turn to shine mm-hmm. and affect the people and change the world. Mm-hmm. And they need that inspiration too. Like mm-hmm. they need to be able to see these people working hard um, and just not living a lavish life. Like DJ BJ shows it all and he speaks about it. Like I have been to a few events now since he's had a baby and it's like yeah, hey that, like <laughs> i gotta go i gotta make this gotta check make because this, you know my daughter needs to eat or i gotta go because my girl at home with my baby and it's my shift, it's my shift. <laughs> so he's being real about it and that's why i always say that like dj bj is somebody like a really good model of what radio should be in like a 360 perspective like he Mm -hmm. is just not a radio personality but at the same time he takes being on radio just as serious as he does anything else whether Mm -hmm. it's just djing clubs or throwing these events or being a father like it's still a part of his blood which what i I really liked about what he did recently he was at mr allen's over on greenfield just popped up did a little pop-up and you know 
had new artists come on and you could share your music. Oh, yeah, that was really smart. You feel me? Like, yeah. Because do you, do you know how impactful that is in the mm-hmm. city with so many people who just need an outlet and need a voice? And I can come and see you, yeah. touch you, and you get to experience my sound or my mm-hmm. voice. That's, that's, that's dope. It's because DJ BJ, he's really good at branding. And so he already knows that his niche is being about local artists or local music that's and stuff like love. that and yeah. new music. So he didn't just do his regular appearance where it's like, okay, yeah, let me show up to Mr. Allen's and do one one two little host or let me just dj whatever he had to do he was like hey i'm calling out all the artists the all the local artists new artists whatever the case may be you oh, want to yeah. get your music heard pull up right now right because now. if you serious about it you're gonna pull up you're gonna have your you're gonna stuff all you're, you're gonna have, your have it in the chick, car like, you, whatever. yeah you're gonna have your little usb ready or whatever the case may yeah. be because you know if you still handing out cds i'm sorry you're a little a little late Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's all ice core vibes. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> if you still have a CD, you are late and you need to fix up and get life, at least a USB at this point. The so. scammers is active. Up, get you a USB or get you a MacBook with the shits on it. Don't, yeah. be, don't be scared to get your shit upgraded. Yeah. It's okay. Because realistically, it's like somebody hand me a CD. I don't have a CD player in my car. Well, I don't have one on my MacBook. I actually think I do have one in my car, which was amazing to me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is brand I knew this is a 2017 car like why do you have a cd player in it and i don't even have cds but um like with my macbook i don't have a cd player and most likely i'm gonna listen to my music on my macbook while i'm at work or something like that and how right. am i supposed to listen to it yeah like on. give me something else so that i could use it if you give me a usb then hey pop that in and i can listen to it yeah. wherever i could for sure listen to it in my car and on my computer mm-hmm. but yeah so i thought i thought that was a really dope idea i didn't know he was gonna do it it was just out of the blue mm. and then too like culture wise as far as uh just the media game period mm-hmm what what do you think molded you to say, you know what, I have to make an impact, I have to make a difference versus Toronto mm-hmm. as far as ambition and drive and wanting to change and, and getting your voice heard on another level in Toronto? What did you notice your change when you came here in your hustle, in your ambition, and in, in your goals? What did you notice the difference in Toronto versus the States? Um, I think this is kind of hard because – my ambition hasn't really changed. Like at the end of the day, I have I have my goals set out mm-hmm. and what I'm doing, I'm doing it for my people in Toronto because I growing up, I never seen anybody who made it out in any entertainment as in like well, Drake obviously did it, you know, the artist. But Drake, I'm talking about Drake. like <laughs> on a media level, right. like maybe the hard news people, they got out and they were able to, you know, work in the Capitol in Washington, D.C. or right, something like right, that in right, North right. New- or in New York. But growing up in terms of like entertainment, we have this thing called Much Music. We had MTV as well. We had MTV Canada as well. But um, Much Music was pretty much like an MTV, right? Okay, right? And so it's like on Much Music and MTV, we stayed in Canada. We never seen anybody who's on like E! Um, MTV, VH1, like all that stuff that was really Canadian. Like we've had so many, we have so many things that is holding us back. So for me, I've never seen anybody in radio that's Canadian that I know of. 
Do you know what I mean? So like uh, obviously where I'm at right now isn't my angle. Like, like my goal is to Larry be a, a personality. Right. And so every step that I take, I'm paving a way for other people to do the same thing. And so somebody brought it up to me. It was actually Ty Hopkins. I don't know if you know him. Ty Hopkins, who worked for Mr. Allen. He be doing those starter jackets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew I, I couldn't put the face to the name. Yeah. But I got it now. So Thank he you. talked to me the other day and I was just like, you know, it's so hard for me to like figure this out because I need all these visas to do certain things. And I feel like if I was American, my job would be or me getting to where I want to go would be a lot easier. But it's not because I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go next. And I'm figuring it out on my own. And he was like, you need to remember that this is a first. Like, you are the first to do it. And so people are watching you at home. So that kind of keeps me motivated and keep going because it's like, I got people at home who are literally messaging me all the time like, no, you got to keep going or I'm so proud of you or you're doing things that I wish I could have done. But now it's too late for me because I have a family and I'm in my like late 30s and I can't just jump anymore. Like I got to be secure. So um, that keeps me going and it really hasn't changed. Um, When I was in Toronto, I didn't worry about necessarily having a voice because I knew that it wasn't where it wasn't going to happen there. Like we just got our first hip hop station and well, let me correct myself. We used to have a hip hop station and then they got rid of it and they flipped formats and they sold it. And we just got a, a hip hop station again in October. So for years, we never had, yes, like October of 2017, we never had a hip-hop station. (laughs) That's crazy. And it's crazy because we literally have some of the best artists in hip-hop and R&B, like Drake, The Weeknd. Shoot, Justin Bieber was killing it. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? We have PND, um, Jesse Reyes. Like, there's so many people. Alyssa Cara. There's so many solid artists. There's a lot of culture out there. Who, yeah. Tory Lanez. Like, the list literally goes on. Like, there's so many of them who actually are creating good music. And their sound is actually the most influential in the States. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Like, in music period right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So... To me, it was just crazy. And so I always knew that I would have to leave regardless to get a job. Like, first of all, Toronto is like me living in New York or L.A., one of the top two markets. So it's like when you have not enough experience, how far are you really going to go? You can't. Like, you got to leave to a a smaller market. Um, So I always knew that I either had to go to the States, try to go to the States, figure out a way to go to the States, or go somewhere else in Canada. But we still never had a hip-hop station Anywhere in Canada. So it's like if I'm going to the West Coast, say British Columbia, Alberta, um, I'm probably going to be on either a pop station if I'm lucky because everybody who's young is going to be chasing after the pop stations Mm -hmm. or country or rock because I can't do a station that caters to people that are 40 plus because they're not going to be interested in looking at a kid who's in their 20s. So um, my goal has always been like, figure out a way to get it get to the states and then move from there you know to hear your story you hear hear your background in regards to that i always try to let people know especially in the millennial generation that there's no limitations on on your life absolutely there's there's no we all have stepping stones we all have things that we go through Mm -hmm. but ultimately when you want it that bad and that's your goal that's your aspiration Mm mm-hmm 
when you and you want it that bad, you'll go to any length. You'll get Absolutely. your visa. You'll go back and forth. If you have to go to Toronto for six months, come to the states for six months, struggle a little bit. Yeah. If you want it that bad, you wouldn't complain about mm-hmm. it. You wouldn't be mad at the process. Yeah. And a lot of people try to escape the process, but always want the end results to work out mm-hmm. when it comes to their goals, and it doesn't work like that. For me, I'm the worst person to talk to because if somebody, (laughs) no, but like if somebody comes up to me trying to tell Uh me their struggles and their stories, I'll be like, okay, because I've lived in three different states, pretty much like three and a half different states. Like before Detroit, I've lived in D.C., New York and kind of St. Louis. Like I was back and forth between um, Mm -hmm. Toronto and St. Louis. And I've always done it for the dream. Like I got fired from my advertising job. At the end of 2015, and I said I'm not going back to work until I have a job in radio. And so I didn't work. I got fired November 2015, and I did not start at Radio 1 until January 2017. So I didn't work for a year and, like, three months, right? And I lived off of my savings. Like, I did not work at all. I moved to New York for like four or five months and I took this program called Wean Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. That's dope. Okay. And um I took that. I paid for myself. I took a bus before the auditions. Like I found a found out about it three days before the auditions and I hopped on a bus the day before the auditions mm-hmm. and I went out and I killed it. And so when I hear these people that are like, oh, they don't want to go somewhere to try to reach their dreams. They don't want to move outside the city. They don't want to do X, Y, and Z. I'm just like, okay, you're entitled and I don't have time for that. Right. Because I'm the type of person that I live by what I say. Like if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. It mm-hmm. might not be tomorrow, but I'm going to find out a way to make it happen. Right. And if it's something that you really want, then you can't just sit at home and expect it to come. Like you really got to put in work. You got to make sacrifices. And my sacrifices is that I haven't really I haven't lived in my city since. Um, I think May 2016, like I've been away from family and my best friends and all that other stuff in order to chase my dreams. And it's not like, um, well, I might go back to Toronto if things align, but it's like, I'm going to continue to go just because like, that's right. what my dream was. It's always to been, be here. So when people just have those excuses, I'm just like, boy, why don't you shut up and go to work, go do something. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for this. Like, right. Don't slide in my DM if you got some entitlement problems. Don't slide. <laughs> you getting them DMs like that? Niggas is in your DM feeling entitled? Yeah, all the time. Jesus. <laughs> Not God. all the time. But I do get a lot of people who reach out to me, and I'm completely fine with um, sharing advice and my story and stuff like that. But if I don't feel like you have the work ethic or you think that the world is against you, like, try again. Mm-hmm. I am very limited. Like, you can't talk to me. Like, I am so limited in what I do. I am not from here. Like, I don't have credit here. I <laughs> You really just getting established for real, for real. Yeah, like, I don't have credit here because my Canadian credit doesn't transfer over here. Um, my visa only allows me to work in my job here. So it's not like I can have multiple jobs and stuff like that. Wow. And it's like, y'all have a plethora of opportunities here. So what you doing? Wow, I never knew that type of information. That There's, a There's a lot. There's a lot. Nobody really knows until they start talking to me about it and asking. And this is just a few few different people. Like, even when you go to, like, different colleges or you run into people um, not from here, like, from across the country, mm-hmm. or, 
even outside of America, period. Yeah. Like, yo, how do you not be successful here? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking to. Um, I just left my, my barber had an opening today for a shop. Yeah. And I was talking to the councilman there, which I'll chop it up with you about after the show and try okay. to, you know, connect with you on that. Okay. But it was about just the millennials having this, uh, like you said, this entitlement issue. Mm-hmm. With all the resources and tools available, you have to get out of your own ignorance and out your own way. Absolutely. In order to be dedicated to whatever your your journey, your, your path is, your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Why give up so fast when there's so much available to you? Right. And like I speak on all the time, excuse me, on the podcast is if you feel like there's no way or nobody's, you know, building with you or connecting with you, then you might have to go to another state. Yeah. You might or have to build go to another way. city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Life mm-hmm. doesn't come in a prosperous manner to you if you don't work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You mm. you definitely have to fail a few times. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to like figure it out. Yeah. Figure yourself out. That's what it comes to first. Figuring yourself out first or realizing, you know what, this job may not be working. Mm-hmm. Maybe this field isn't working. Maybe. And don't get comfortable. That's one thing that since I've been here, um, I've realized that there are some people that are really comfortable. Like Detroit is really about Detroit. And that's cool. Like it's a blessing and a curse because you can really be about your city. And that's cool. Like giving back, doing X, Y, and Z and rep Detroit all day till the wheels fall off. But at the same time, there's other places to be. And there's a lot of people that have potential to do a lot more outside of the city, but they haven't explored those avenues because they're so stuck in their own ways. And they're so stuck on like living in whatever hype life that they have here. And it's like, you could be missing your blessings by sticking around here Mm -hmm. just because you feel comfortable, like get out of your comfort zone. Um, There's a quote where it says something like, like the your blessings or your the best things happen outside of your comfort zone, right? Does, yeah. And, like, that's what I always try to push for. Like, if I get too comfortable somewhere, like, I got to go. I have a quote on my wall that says, like, make your— when I moved here, I seen okay. it off of um, Being Mary Jane. <laughs> when <laughs> oh she moved to God, New York, I seen show. it. She wrote it. But um, so I wrote it on a sticky note because it was a perfect timing. And it said, um, make yourself at home, but don't get comfortable. Like, I can make Detroit my home. But I can't get comfortable. The second that I start feeling like I'm comfortable, like, I got to go. I got to find another challenge. I got to find something that's going to, like, really push me because Mm. that's not who I am. I'm not just going to chill and be like, okay, this is it. Right? And I don't want other people to do that. Like, I'm always telling people, like, what is next? Like, y'all been here for X amount of years, um, working the same job. Like, you're not really happy, but you're cool. Got to figure out what's next. That's what I had to come to a point to, especially like starting a podcast too. Like uh, I've been listening to podcasts for years now and just realizing that like one of my biggest, I guess as a gift is I'm just like a natural people person. Mm-hmm. I can speak to anybody, talk to anybody. When I walk into a room, I gravitate to people easily or they gravitate to me easily. Yeah, I can talk about anything. And I was like, man, just posting little, you know, inspirational little videos on the snap on the gram here or there. Not really taking it too serious because I'm like, it's just me talking. Yeah. And people was really, like, getting changed by that. Yeah. And going through a phase in life where you might have been depressed or down and feeling sad and just going through the motions. And I had to get back into, like I I speak on all the time, that most jiggy mantra. Mm -hmm. That really comes from a place of a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of feeling like you a failure, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to get up out of that shit, pray about it, cry about it. And realize you got way more to offer the world and mm-hmm. offer the people because 
you don't realize how many people look to you mm-hmm. or how many people come to you for love, for experiences and and just being compassionate or just having a shoulder to lean on. Mm-hmm. Once I realized that, I'm like, yo, I'm really like a lot of strength for many people. Yep. And I had to get up out of that to say, yo, let's let's try this out. Mm-hmm. From from about I said about last spring and summerish, just trying different stuff, and this was one of them, and it yeah. ended up being just like one of the and most that's good dope things that ever happened. I always think that you need to like put yourself, um, try new things, get out your comfort comfort zone, mm-hmm. and also what you did say about um, you never know who's kind of like watching. Um, known, that's very true because people will tell me all the time that. You know that I inspire them, and I don't even know who they I are. You know, and I'm just like, oh, and it's like, yeah, like it's the littlest yeah. things. Every so since I got fired back in 2015, I started waking up telling everybody, "I hope you guys have a positive and productive day." Right. Um, and that I use that as a way to tell myself to have a positive and productive the, the, day. The reinforcement that's, of it. Yeah, all, that's right? why I did it. I was like, yo, like, Ace, you need to get out of bed. You need to, you know, go do something right. that's going to chase your Yeah, right. you need to chase your dreams. And you need to be productive about it. And you, t- you need to change your mentality. So I'd wake up and be like, I want to have a positive and productive day. day sorry. And um, I've been saying this forever. And I stopped doing it. So I started on Snapchat. And then eventually uh-huh. went to Instagram when I was like, I don't need Snapchat no more. Um, you better get on that Snap right now <laughs> so I can find you and get my I don't morning. be posting that much. I just do it on Instagram because once I realized that more people uh, <laughs> see my videos on, on Instagram, yeah. I was just like, why am I doing this? Right. Waste of time. And I hate when people use the same video on both Instagram and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? I'm just very like... You're just really technical about, about stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, once I realized that people actually started enjoying the positive and productive thing, I was just like, dang, like, I really got to do this every day. Because right. when I, I didn't do it for so a week, right. I got all these messages like, hey. What you doing? Why you ain't jiggy right now? You Like, I'm looking forward to this positive and productive yeah. vibes. Like, where you at? You holding out on you us. holding out. You and tripping, then tripping. even, I think it was last week last weekend or the weekend before i can't remember now but um i had a little moment where i was like you know i've been going through it thinking like what's my purpose why am i here what am mm-hmm. i supposed to do next Which and, like low-key kind of depressed about it like because i'm such a goal-orientated person that if i don't have anything that i'm supposed to, that i can work to for the immediate future i feel like i'm not doing anything but in reality to everybody else like i'm doing shit and they're just like what you're crazy yeah um, so, yeah, I had a little moment on Instagram and I got so many messages from different people saying like, hey, like, stop. You are doing fine. Like, we look up to you. We whatever. So that's but, something that I that always got to keep a part of, mindful. Like, when you're so driven as a person and mm-hmm. you're so, like, dedicated to your craft and your purpose in life, we, you know, not saying that you're, like, overcompensating or want to overaccomplish, but it's like, yo, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get it, but, like, I don't know if it's taking too long or what am I doing wrong? You have a mm-hmm. second guesses, and it takes those people who have you inspired and motivated, and they motivate and inspire you again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just keep going, keep fighting through it, keep keep working. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's going to fall through it. And I think everybody needs each other in this world, man, especially people who are genuine with the support, mm-hmm. uh, genuine with the love and, 
and what they do for you and what you do for the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I started this thing called Acisms. And, um, <laughs> Break that down. <laughs> Acism. So right. it's just me giving like a 30. I try to stay between like 30 and 45 second um, like motivation video on things that I've learned because I really tried to be reflective in the last year and um, just be on this journey where I could um, know what has really been going on with myself like why like action like certain actions what has god been doing for me and all that other stuff so Mm -hmm. i've been doing these little videos and i went out to philly to work one of these events um like women's empowerment events and one of my ween sisters from that women's empowerment um this seems like it was a uh a staple in your life yeah, no, it totally is a reason why I have this job right now. Okay. So it is definitely something that helped, like, get me here to the United States and kind of gave me a different um, appreciation of women and black women especially and, like, how much we need each other um, because we're doing great things. And so we need to continue to lift each other up. So it was definitely something that's really positive. And I always tell people, like, women specifically, like, if you want to elevate your career in entertainment and you are under the age of 27, like, you need to take that trip out to New York to go to the Ween um, Ween Academy. So I was talking to one of my Ween sisters because it's kind of like a, a soror- sorority. Right. And she was just like, hey, I need the acisms in like a podcast or something. like Because these 30 seconds ain't doing it for me. And I was like, dang, like, I didn't even know you really liked them like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you get comments and stuff like that. And people are like, yes. Yeah, but yeah, to have somebody in physical be like, bro, like I need this in <laughs> long form. Not no 30 seconds. Like yeah. I need like 15 minutes of it. Right. I was like, dang, like that's real. So that's something that I really want to try to keep up and shoot as many as possible because yeah. it's just real. Like it's what I've learned yeah. and everything is just a lesson um, from other people from like what God's doing and all that other stuff. And so I would just want to share what I've been learning. <laughs> yeah. What I, what I like about you is your energy. Thank you. Well, you know, what's crazy. Like I, I was going through, um, I think the millennial expo happened. What's this last Tuesday? Mm-hmm. It was last Sunday. Last Sunday. Right, right, yep. right. And um, a, a lady, a lady I follow Katie baby. I follow her on uh, snap and Instagram too. Yeah. And I she see won. You, yeah, she won an uh, award. award yep, yep. And the young lady they had on the podcast, her and a friend, had went to that event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, this is so dope. You mm-hmm. know, it's very inspiring. And then I, I followed you and I said, yo, I like her energy. She's spunky. Oh, you. you know, she's <laughs> jiggy like me. I got to have her on the podcast. And when I DM'd you, I like, man, she's probably busy. But I'm like, man, you know, it's, it's me. It's Koya Kankarma skin. Ignorant intelligent. Yeah. You know, I'm like, she, she got to come on. And when you... When you got back in touch with me, you you said you was going to come through. I appreciated that. Yeah. Because your energy and your vibe is necessary, not only for black women, young black women, but just for the city, period. Yeah. Because a lot of people need people to be upbeat, to be vibrant, to be social, and to come at them with the energy like, you can't dodge me. Yeah. You're going to accept this positivity in your life. (laughs) You're going to get it. You're going to get this work. You know what I'm saying? What luck say, you're going to get this work. Yeah. You know, so I'm. On my office door, it says positive vibes only. I was Damn. like, I, I slapped that on there last year. I was like, hey, if you don't got no positive vibes, you ain't stepping into this office mm-hmm. because I ain't got time for it. Like, we need to spread positivity all day long. Like, mm-hmm. none about none of this negative stuff. Leave that in 2016. Right. <laughs> I'm like, damn, she's sexy, but she intelligent. Thank you. Number, you but not only that, you just that, that charismatic energy. Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? A lot of not not a lot of people have that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's a standout characteristic. You know what I I'm try. saying? I'm, I'll be trying to. <laughs> a lot of people uh, give me that vibe. Like Thomas, bro. Like when you don't post something for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you be in my yeah. Like what be going on? I be like, nigga, I be going through it too. DTE want yeah. their money on time too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I ain't getting a text back from one of my woman crush Wednesdays. Oh my too. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but everybody goes through them phases, but. What I've realized is that, yo, people really need you. People really need your energy. Thank you. People really need your positivity in your life. And that's very imperative to making an impact in the world. Yeah. No matter what you go through. Everybody yeah. goes through it. Yeah. And I go yeah. I go through it all the time because what a lot of people don't know is that I'm really an introvert. Like, I have the worst. Well, I used to. I'm a lot better now. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, I could not talk to anybody. Like, I'd be presenting in class. Um, and I'd be nervous as heck and like, it just wouldn't work. So, um, (laughs) now I'm a lot better and I've worked really hard Uh to get where I am and being at least a little bit outgoing. People think that I'm just like the super extrovert. I'm just like, no, I'd be at the crib. I'd be at my house watching Netflix. I'd be watching Godfather part one through three casino. I was like, because in, rea- in reality, everybody be draining me. Like, y'all be Thank taking my. You. And I realized that too, because one time when I was really going through it, I was okay, like, okay. I give all this energy to everybody else. Like, I will hype up everybody else, but like, who's returning that for me? Man. Who is going to replenish me? And that's something that I, I kind of struggled with at first because I was like, uh-huh. I'm giving all of this to X, Y, and Z, but y'all ain't doing it for me. Right. And I realized that I still have to be the source for myself. Mm-hmm. So not only do I give for everybody else, but I got to fi- figure out how I could replenish myself. Right. So that's taking time to just chill out. Like, I can't be out running from this spot to this spot and to the clubs and doing X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z. Like, sometimes I just got to sit back and just be chill and not yeah. talk to anybody. And y'all can't take that personally because... Hey, I can't give you know, 24-7. How old are you, sweetheart, by the way? I'm 28. I just turned 28 in January. And I just turned 25 in December. And one of my biggest life lessons and, and what I really took a hold to was that when you when you want to transition in life and you want to get your shit together and want to get your life together, your mind and your spirit right, you really got to separate yourself from people. Mm-hmm. No matter who it is. Yeah. Good or bad for you or them. Yeah. This is about replenishing your purpose, replenishing your mind, and having mm-hmm. clarity and perspective on your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when people don't understand that, I got to cut you off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not afraid to cut people off or not, like, mess with them. Like, y'all can be cool from a distance. From a distance. Yeah, but I don't need all y'all in my personal space like that. And once I realize that if you're not giving um in some shape or form it might not be the same way that i'm giving to you but if i don't feel like it's just there and it's not positive vibes only then Mm -hmm. i need you to back up because i'm chasing something and if you're just not with it then you're not with it and that's cool because everybody has their own purpose everybody has their own destiny their own journey their own things that just make them happy and we just might not see eye to eye like i've cut off best friends just because we don't have the same motivation and it's like i don't hate you for that we just not on the same page so it's not gonna work long term like why fake it it's not gonna do anything for us mm-hmm. so hey you go live your life you be the best mom and wife that you can be and i'm gonna just be x y and z bouncing yeah, from city to life. city until i can figure out figure what's 
for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that about you, you know, because that's coming from an honest place. And it's all about having some integrity about the seriousness of, excuse me, of your life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, as, as genuine as you may care about them and love them and want the best for them, mm-hmm. what you'll find is they probably don't want that from you unless they can get something out of it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, whoa, like what what I'm building with people now, especially females, is you, you, you got to offer something to me just as much as I am to you. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about sabotaging nothing or trying to get something out of you. It's like, yo, just because we may have a certain relationship dynamic, even friendship to a degree. Yeah. I want to build you up. And can you build me up as yeah. well? You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's really about is building each other and having something to offer to somebody in a positive manner in their mm-hmm. life. You know what yeah. I mean? Impact them in a, in a way that they can change. Mm-hmm. And if we're not impacting people to change for the better, then what the fuck is we really doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are yeah. you just wasting my time? Am I wasting your time? Mm-hmm. You know, my energy and my time ain't to be wasted right now, mm-hmm. especially with the career path you're on and what you're really endeavoring in. Yeah. That's very important as a young lady, you know, yeah. with ambition and and drive enthusiasm and good curls. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> the curls popping. The curls popping right now. I said, look at her with that peach and the curls. You know what I'm saying? And these are like a couple day old curls too. Yeah. They ain't fresh curls. Oh, okay, look at you. <laughs> you know, but um so so end all be all, do you see yourself just being a radio host or do you just want you want a late night show or where do you see yourself? Long term, when that's it comes definitely to the not media, the media game. That's definitely not long term. Like long term, I want to be like a Ryan Seacrest because I don't know if you're aware, but Ryan Seacrest owns so much. He owns a percentage of like E Network. I know E knows. Um, right? yeah, yeah, E knows. E News and like dropping the ball. Keep Kardashians, mm-hmm. keeping up with the Kardashians. He's I remember a when he first created that, that show. A lot of people yeah. doubted him on that. Like yeah, and look at him. Now. Like that was like the emergence <laughs> of reality television. Yeah, but I just want to be able to evolve my career in media. Um, I do want to be able to have a slot on radio. Um, for myself and be able to develop my personality there. I do want to eventually do you branch prefer out. Mornings, um, like a morning show. I like mornings, so I used to fill in. Um, on the morning show last year for on Hot 107.5. And it was cool because it's like you get to bounce off with like one or two other people and stuff like that. So I do like being in that environment. Um, I know sometimes they put nights or afternoons with two people depending. So if I could long term be mm-hmm. on a morning slot, it is a number one slot. Everybody wants to kind of do more. Not everybody wants to do mornings because their personality doesn't fit. But it is such a sh- sought after like spot. Because that's where you make the most money, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So if I could do mornings, then for sure I'm going to grab that. Um, but, yeah, like just being able to grow my radio career, be in a top, like, 10 market, um, do TV. Like, I would love to do, do you know, Nessa um, on Hot 97. Yes. So she she's on, like, MTV and stuff like that. Or even Charlemagne. Charlemagne does stuff for VH1 and stuff like that. So if I could do that, that would be goals. And then eventually start owning stuff. <laughs> you know, and uh, before we close out, what is your advice for a young black woman who is looking for empowerment or looking for opportunity, especially in the millennial dynamic? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your advice to these women out here, you know, before we leave and close out? What's the best advice that you think you could give them and, and just keys and gems mm-hmm. to be the best version of themselves and pursue 
their lifelong purpose and be dedicated to something. Mm-hmm. What What is your advice to those women out here? Um, I would tell them to just do them. Like, whatever it is that you want to do, know that it is possible as long as you put in the hard work and dedication to get it. Um, it's not going to come easy. Um, don't let anybody fool you. Like, don't get caught up in the Instagram life because a lot of times people just be stunting and not showing what real work and real dedication it takes to get there. Yeah. But if you have a dream, like make sure you go out and follow it. Because if I listen to everybody who told me I wouldn't make it to the States, like then I would still be at home. Um, not in my mama's basement, but still like down the street from her. And (laughs) (laughs) so it's like, it's possible. Don't get caught up in this superficial life. Like make sure you have stuff for your own. Like don't depend on a man because a man's going to be there today and gone tomorrow. Like at the end of the day, the best thing you can do is just believe in you Mm -hmm. and just go after it. And if you want to work in entertainment, then definitely look at the ween academy w-e-e-n academy because they literally will help so many people like i have so many boss sisters who work from vh1 to bet to spotify to atlantic records like Mm -hmm. we out in these streets and if you got the dedication and the hustle to do it then shoot like anything's possible that's really what it is that's right just ace it (laughs) right Right. and we you know what we got to chop it up about that podcast opportunity as well with Mm -hmm. you And just getting your voice heard <laughs> out there on another platform. I really like your energy. I really like you. you as a person and what you're aspiring to do and to be. Mm-hmm. That's very uh, imperative in the black community because a lot of young women, not say they don't have many examples, but they haven't been led to those right examples. Mm-hmm. And oh, and look out for mentors. That's what I would say. All the, I speak on that all the <laughs> time. That's that's so important when it comes to change yeah. because we might have guidance at home or from our neighbors or, mm-hmm. or neighboring families. But when somebody who's already successful in your lane or in your field, even outside of it, that can give you the keys and opportunities that's necessary to flourish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get around those women. Get around those people. Get into these programs Mm -hmm. and get initiated. Utilize your resources. Utilize it, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's very necessary in order to be a prominent figure in society Mm -hmm. as well as be uh, the right influence and model. Yeah. You know, to be the best version of yourself to other people as well. Mm-hmm. So, Alicia West, right? Yeah. I appreciate you for coming. Alicia West, Ace West, Ace, whatever you want to call me. Right. <laughs> spell it out for the, spell it out um for your name on the gram too. What's your name on the So, gram? my Instagram is Alicia Ace West. That's A L I C I A A C E W E S T. Alicia right. West. Alicia Ace West. Sorry. And she's on here right now looking gooder than a mud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Staying we jiggy. Pink with gang. your boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Koyak and Karma Skins. I appreciate y'all for listening as usual. Keep tuning in every week. We look forward to having you again, sweetheart. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you for, for sure. Coming. Thank you. Love your energy. This is the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. So we riding out. Let's we go. riding out right now. Allison, hit that music, baby. <laughs> Sippin' on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest, know you tuned in Yeah, we know you tuned in, nothing but a G thing All we missing is juice and gin Tying up the loose ends, we ain't ask for your two cents Special guests every single day and still no new friends Calm down, youngin', I know you see that we running I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming I 
Andre. I ain't talking 3,000. I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it. It's geese. Just say you love it. Uh, this that ain't the red. It's true life. Yeah. Getting tricky on the mic. One, two, one, two. This that ain't the red. It's true life. You know, sports, social commentary, women in life. Social commentary, women in life, that's right.